we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our of the third part of our mega study that we're doing on the alien disclosure agenda the the uh the third part in the series that started back in September of last year, 2015. So, um, <clears throat> what I did is in the PDF, I added this section where if you search for this teaching where I talked about the Solomon Island Giants, it will be in the table of contents, so it will be searchable. That way it won't just be lost, because a lot of times I'll say something and maybe go down a rabbit trail, and it's not part of the PDF, and the person's like, I know I heard him talk about that, but I can't find it. Will you be able to find this one? Because I'm going to include it in the table of contents, the, the four to five pages that I read. And it's entitled Testimony of the Solomon Island Giants regarding the book by Marius Boyayan. Borayan. I don't know, it's a really hard name to say. Um, it's called Solomon Island Mysteries. You can go up on ebay or wherever and find it solomon island mysteries um uh, accounts of giants ufos in the solomon islands and a whole lot more <laughs> so i'm going to go ahead and continue the video that we started in the last part where um timothy alberino and steve quayle were talking kind of back and forth and that got me on this this rabbit trail when he started talking about the solomon island giants he's been one that's talked a lot about it as well but and this is the guy that he was talking about just then this Marius guy, the one that wrote this book that he was trying to meet with. Now, whether Marius is even alive still, I don't know. I tried email. I never got a response. I think he kind of started to, he had a lot of stuff starting to happen to him because they did not want this information coming out and becoming mainstream. And they either killed him or they intimidated him enough where he's just kind of went into hiding. I hope that that's all that happened, you know, and they didn't actually uh, kill the guy. Because um, this is obviously information they do not want becoming mainstream. So I'm going to go ahead and, and continue with this video. Is that why do people who have the evidence, why are they intimidated? Why are they threatened? Why are they disappeared? What is this cover? And he was talking in reference to there about Marius. They're th intimidated, threatened, killed, these types of things. And I'll tell you the bottom line. They do not want people to understand that the sons of God, the fallen angels, saw that the daughters of earth were fair, mated with them, and produced a literally new race of hybrid beings that the Bible calls the Rephaim. And the Rephaim are with us today. They're genetic traits. They're genetic markers. And when we get into super soldiers, Tim, the super soldiers, the most uh, important expenditures made are to identify not only the bloodline, but the genetic traits. There are people literally not only wanting to bring the giants back, but to insert giant genes in our soldiers to give them the super soldier ability. More money is being spent to identify genetic traces and markers, the actual gene prints of giants, both dead and extractable DNA from their teeth, from whatever cells in the mummies, to literally living giants today. There's been whole crypts where these things have been found. There was one in um, literally the canyon walls of the Grand Canyon where a man found a crypt room there and they were all on thrones and they were all in these copper... It's, it appeared as though the copper was preserving them or keeping them in stasis or something. It has something to do with copper in these giants. It has something to do... It's very important to them. 
and um, it's also how you, you, you would actually, they, they found that you can kill them much more easily with copper-based weapons. I've, he, Steve Quayle's talked a lot about that in the past, not so much lately is that I've heard, but um, yeah, there's all different ways that these things are being found, have been found by different people over different time ranges, and it's always, this information is always blacked out and suppressed and just whisked away. Okay, and he's showing, if you're watching the video, they're showing a lot of what they're talking about on screen in depictions in the background of different various giants and different various ways they were found and that type of thing. So in other words, what you're saying is somebody's trying to weaponize giant genes. Absolutely. And the super soldier program is probably one of the most almost unbelievable yet so believable programs that the u.s military is involved in and all the underground labs all the secret places around the planet everybody's after the same thing they want comic book heroes that we would only laugh about and have laughed about maybe for 50 years and now it's it's no longer fantasy it's fact and we're not just talking about superhuman strength are we we're also talking about superhuman cerebral capabilities that the giants had Absolutely. Uh, speaking of, of cerebral capabilities, the giants, even when they're in a... And, and again, this is why, another reason we have all these shows like, you know, all these superhero shows, like whatever, the Avengers and Superman and all of these extraordinary creatures, whatever you want to call them, that have all these special abilities and all these special powers. This is all a part of their their soft disclosure program regarding this particular subject okay as well all of this has an agenda behind it just like they're trying to push the transgender garbage down our throats and all the same-sex marriage and all the you know same-sex bathrooms while that's all being that's very important to satan too because that's defiling humanity from a morality standpoint they're also trying to get us to accept this other as just a norm and that these creatures are superior to us and they have superior brain power and they have superior physical power and there's nothing that we could ever do against any of them because we're just mere mortals and and it's just this big gigantic mass mind control programming that every time you turn on the television in hollywood it's it's doing to humanity at large on some in some way shape or form stasis state that means in suspended animation whether it's dr ernest moldeshev in russia uh in the mountains of tibet whether it's a whole underground base in which some of these entities these living giants are present they have so much cerebral energy that they, they actually have what's called the red line and you can't go past that or literally they claim, according to special operations, four-star generals, that literally it, it causes a person to almost come apart at the seams. It not only drives people mad, but it literally just causes them to go to pieces. Um, now, when I spent that time up with that um, colonel in the mountains, North Carolina, before I even moved up here, I've told this story before, that was one of the things I do believe that he covered when we were up there because he, he said that he was actually at one time a guard at um, S4 in uh, Groom Lake, and um, which is Area 51, and that there were places that he has been where he has been shown these giants that they have in captivity, which would back up what we had just talked about, how the military was getting these things and then basically imprisoning them. 
and that there was this red line that you could not cross over. And if you did, they had enough cerebral energy because think about it, if the thing's 20 feet tall, his brain is also much more larger in proportion. So that brain power in an evil way is actually harnessed and can be used to literally um, explode you. I mean, it literally, you, you can't get too near these things. Uh, now, I'm talking from an unsaved, unprotected, unchristian standpoint. Just a regular old Joe walks up there, no faith in Christ. You get too near these giants, they can literally use their, because their brains are, let's say for argument's sake, their brains are eight times bigger than ours, or ten times. Well, they're using that extra cerebral capacity for something. And that cerebral capacity is actually being used where it can actually be used like a weapon. Where you, they can actually explode things in front of them or drive you mad or crazy. And they, he said that in these underground bases, they had this red line. You couldn't cross over it because if you got any nearer to the giant that they had in captivity in these underground bases, he would literally kill you. You would explode like you had been detonated. This is the kind of stuff that's going on underground. Just one of the many fun things that are going, going on in underground bases. Okay, so let's go ahead and just continue with this um, interview we're hearing. You understand that's the ultimate weapon. You know, Michael Crichton with Jurassic Park brought us dinosaurs, and now we're hearing about woolly mammoths being cloned, and, and we're hearing all these news stories that Neanderthal is no longer uh, a member of our family tree, which I've said for 30 years, but the point being is, is that it's all about weapons. And as a general said to me in special operations, doesn't matter if it's ancient technology, doesn't matter if it's ancient genetics, those of us are either fighting to keep it out of the hands of the wrong people or the wrong people are fighting us to kill us to get it into their hands. There's a war going on and it's no longer just dusty old bones in a museum stuck away. So Steve, according to Genesis 6, fallen angels had sexual relations with human women creating these hybrid half-angel, half-human giants in a weaponized military weaponized sense what other capabilities might these super soldiers have if they have the genes of giants well beyond the obvious of strength beyond the obvious of almost supervision super hearing one of the most remarkable things from my four-star general friend was basically said they hunt by dna every person's dna has a specific harmonic that they could identify specific uh, targets dna and assign a Fido, the 19-foot uh, giant, to go after. And, and it was interesting because when you think about it, even going back to Jack the Giant Killer and Jack Be Nimble, Jack Be Quick, as I've been researching all these, remember the statement? Fee, fi, fo, fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. You go to the Bible, and whose blood cried out? Righteous, able blood cried out to the living God after Cain slew him. So the harmonics of blood is fascinating. That's why the cry of the innocent blood is such a, a, a big deal in God's eyes, and it truly is, because the blood has a signal, a frequency. And there have been studies to prove that. So they want the giants to be able to basically target specific DNA characteristics. Not to mention the bottom line, and you know how much I love to say that, these entities want every last human being destroyed and in its place, a hybrid. They're going to try and prove that God's a liar. 
Jesus himself said, if the days weren't shortened, there would be no flesh left alive, yet for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. You've turned down opportunities to work with some of the major networks on documentaries concerning giants. Why have you decided not to work with them? And furthermore, why have you decided to start your own production company, Gen 6 Productions? Tim, it's just simply this. I believe the big lie that's going to be placed, hoist upon the world, is that the aliens created mankind, which I categorically reject. It's funny. The people that will <laughs> accept the fact that the Anunnaki star creatures came to this planet will avoid fallen angels like a plague. I wanted the correct, in my opinion, after 40 years of research, I wanted the correct historic and biblical presentation of the giants. And quite candidly, when I talk to some of them, if I start talking about fallen angels having sex with earth women, they snicker. Well, that snicker tells me they've already made up their mind. And I said, I will only appear on camera if I can have final edit of what I say. Guess what? Nobody wanted to do that. That tells me there's agenda. So I believe it's, this is a time that, that you and I are going to basically go out and say to the world, okay, here's what those guys are saying, but here's not only what the Bible says, and here's how accurate the Bible is with the history that follows. Gen 6 Productions is totally different than everything else that's on the TV, everything else that's on the documentary. Everybody's looking in a rearview mirror at history, just trying to find the bones and find the original documents of, of all of the different finds and I've spent 20 years doing that already. But we're taking people, Tim, simply where no one else has ever gone before. They're starting from the premise that all the giants are gone. We're starting from the premise that there are modern-day giants now who aren't suffering from acromegaly or some pituitary disorder, <laughs> but they're literally going to fulfill the biblical statement of Matthew 24 where Jesus said, just as in the days of Noah, so would it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Most people do not understand the evil. Most people can't even embrace the fact that this isn't about old bones. This is about a contemporary threat beyond any science fiction twisting of the facts. And that's why we're going to, I believe the best antidote, that's why we're going to do this thing, Gen 6 Productions. We're going to present information. We're going to present eyewitness testimony Again, we're not just dealing with bones. Obviously, we'll follow the leads of bones, but we're going to show the people out there what the truth is and why this cover-up has been a multi-thousand-year cover-up and what the expectation that everyone is going to, uh, not only the expectation, but what is going to be presented to the people as the gods who made us. And i got to share this. When I did write the book True Legends, Genesis 6 Giants, Aliens and Fallen Angels, Angel Wars, everything I've written is to this point where Jesus said, if the days weren't shortened for the elect's sake, there'd be no flesh left alive. And the genetic tampering, the genetic destruction, the designs of the Luciferian globalists to destroy every human being on the planet, to insert their new creation, that we'll call them uh, the Uberman, uh, Nietzsche's statement, the Superman, what it's going to be is a super slaughter. And by giving people the correct information, by literally telling them what the end of the book is, how this plays out in history, 
My goal is to take away all fear and show them that the truth will make them free as long as they abide in the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord abides in them. Too many people are making too many excuses for the living God, and I'm looking for that time when the people of God will stand up, when the people of God will not take a back seat to the skeptic, who's the only agenda he has is what he's being paid to say. We're going to produce, uh, I would say, such a different documentary form and style that I think people will be really excited and especially to get involved with the Senate. In other words, rather than looking for the giants that were, we're looking for the giants that are. Absolutely. And I find it fascinating, just as we're literally... In Which is exactly what we're doing today, with just like the account I read about the Solomon Islands and uh, the way that we're, we're showing you how Hollywood's preparing the way for all of this to, to come forth. And with the research that I've cited, um, <clears throat> Steve Quayle's done a lot of really good research. L.A. Marzula, um, a lot of really good, hard-hitting rubber-meets-the-road type of research that is being done where we're bringing this stuff out where it's not just conjecture anymore. It's actually hard, solid facts. And <clears throat> I actually played a, a clip of the his first one that came out, the True Legends Technology of the Fallen was the first one. He's only released this one so far. I thought they'd have another one out by now. But um, it was very good. It was very, very good. And um, it's available on Vimo if you want to just rent it or you can buy it. But um, it's uh, it's like 7 bucks to rent. But, you know, I think it's worth it. It really is. I mean, the information they cover, it's just... It was mostly about the giants in Peru and, and all of the um, evidence that they have gotten and all of the first-hand accounts over the years of the conquistadors and of the local indigenous populations. I mean, it's just, it's overwhelming. It, it's, it's not something that's made up. It's, it, it happened. There's still evidence of it. The, uh, the um, Paraca skulls in, in Peru, the elongated skulls, we got into that. I mean, just, just amazing stuff. So, um, anyway, I wanted to just kind of mention that as well. The time of the movie of Noah, which was just a disaster biblically. It wasn't even anywhere near the scripture, but the times of Noah is... Oh, that was so blasphemous. <laughs> I had a listener say, you should probably watch it. Just uh, I watched it, I'm like, oh, this has got to be the worst, most unbiblically accurate show I've ever seen. Noah. I mean, it, it was just pure blasphemy. The, the, the fallen angels were literally in the end, earned their way back into heaven because they built the ark. That's just one of the blasphemous, unbiblical amounts of garbage that was in that show. Don't waste your time. I wouldn't. But it, it, is, it is so bad. I mean, it, it's just, I can't tell you how bad that show is. And unbiblically inaccurate it is. Isn't interesting? The times of Noah, and now we got all this interest in giants. Hello, I don't think God could give a bigger neon sign than if He wrote it in the sky. And I'm not, I'm not. So, in other words, they are preparing us, is what we've been talking about. Hollywood is doing its level best to prepare us for this concept of the giants. They've got these new giant Jack and the Giant Beanstalk type movies that have come out. You got, you got the ones with with Noah. You've got, I mean, all of these things that are coming out. 
So we are being prepared on that end as well. Taking liberty, but even as everything is lining up, we are in the days of Noah. In the Noah days, there were giants in the land. And now we're having Hollywood just come out with movie after movie after movie, trying to denigrate biblical uh, Moses, it doesn't matter if it's Noah, trying to distort true history so they can insert their own history. For instance, in the movie Noah, this is pretty fascinating, most people don't know this, the fallen angels are the good guys, and Noah's the bad guy. No, they're called the Watchers, aren't yeah. they? Yes, they are, they're called the Watchers. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think what we're going to do is be able to... And, and in the end, when they're fighting to... When the fallen angels, after they've built, the, essentially built the ark, um, when they're in the end, they're fighting off uh, all of the uh, demonic hordes of humanity trying to get into the ark because it's raining now, you know, and, and the land's going to be over flooded. Uh, every time they give their life in the end, they fight and fight to the bitter end, all these thousands of people, and then when they fight in the end, they 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 basically kind of explode and go up into the heavens, and I guess they that's how they got their redemption. They earned their way back into heaven, essentially, by helping Noah build the ark, which was a biblical mandate, and then fighting to the death in the end to keep the unwashed masses out of the ark. This is the kind of unbiblical garbage that Hollywood is trying to shove down people's throats. Just, it's just it's laughable, but at the same time, blasphemous. i give you a compressed, truly a compressed understanding of history that it, it, when I say mind-blowing, it'll also be heart-freeing. It will help you to understand the headlines, the movies, and the ultimate plan and scheme for your destruction. But the good news is, Jesus said he never leave us nor forsake us. And I believe that, Tim, we're at that time in history now. We're in the days of Noah, and everything that preceded Noah building the ark and the judgment of Almighty God on this earth that was in rebellion is about to be relived. Yeah, amen. <clears throat> amen. <clears throat> so, you know, another ministry there trying, you know, kind of moving in that direction. And again, I'm not saying I agree with everything Steve Quayle gets into. I'm sure he wouldn't agree with everything I get into. But um, in this particular regard, that's a really good video that we just heard there. And a lot of cross-confirmatory things. And the, again, with this Genesis Gen 6 Productions, and I'm just clicking on their link here. It's, he's got a YouTube page. And uh, in fact, I want to go watch some of these video updates they've got up here. Um <clears throat> Actually, the last video update was four months ago, and I wish they'd, man, I wish they'd get on the stick a little bit more. But they've got several different updates that they've done uh, regarding what they're working on. And uh, again, all, all I really see this doing is confirming the type of research that I'm doing today. What L.A. Marzula is doing, very, 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 very confirmatory to what we're talking about. Again, I just said that I went up to that L.A. Marzula conference. I haven't been able to do anything like that in so long and it was up here in the literally in the i mean i'm in the foothills of the mountains but it was in the mountains of um north carolina a small little church up there my one of my uh listeners had told me about it and then um i got some other listeners to come i put out a little announcement and um it was a really a good time it, it was it was i was only there for the one day um uh, it was kind of the all-day one they had on saturday um uh, the vast majority of what I saw that day, I either already knew or I had seen his presentations on. But I'm really glad I went. 
Um, I think he's another one that's that's got some incredibly cutting edge information. He's him and Steve Quill both have deep pockets too. I mean, a lot more than I do, and they're able to do a lot of things that you know to have a staff and in in and to go into these places to fly there to do all the DNA analysis to to buy the the um the type of equipment that's necessary to actually do the research and um i mean i'm glad i'm I'm glad they're able to actually get in there and do this stuff because um lord knows that the powers that be that hollywood that the mainstream media is not going to do that they're going to try to lead you in the wrong direction every single time okay they have spent billions of dollars toward that end so there needs to be ministries out there doing what they're doing to try to um give us this biblical worldview about these types of things that we're talking about today so we have that that biblical truth that biblical balance to make informed decisions and then also to be able to point other christians to who are maybe totally clueless about the subject or misinformed so let's go ahead and let's move on here now we are going we're i'm I kind of made a really major segue. The The title of what I was getting into was Awakened Stace and Giants Secretly Located in Prison by the Global Elite. Okay, so we're talking about that right now. Now, going back to that report, <clears throat> interestingly, now remember, this report is not from, this is from ExoPolitics. These are the guys that are um, exopolitics.org, which is basically shortened for extraterrestrial politics. These are the people that are I don't know, you call them secular, new agers that are heavily, heavily involved in the whole bringing forth the whole alien disclosure movement to humanity. These are not Christians. These people in the end and in the aggregate are just deceivers. They are very deceived people. I don't, I'm not even saying they're doing this. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they're not doing it on purpose. Let's say they're just literally sincerely deceived and they just want this because they think it'll be the best thing for humanity. It does not change the fact that they're sincere but sincerely deceived. I mean, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So let's say I give them that that benefit of the doubt. This is not coming at you from a Christian standpoint here. Okay, but they will acknowledge Steve Quayle. So they're talking about him and they say, interestingly, Quayle's sources have confirmed that giants have been preserved in stasis chambers for extended periods and are now awakening. This is consistent with what Corey Good discovered on the smart glass pads that we had mentioned earlier. Another independent source has come forward to discuss the motivations of the stasis giants and how they are being found and treated by covert special forces personnel. Cobra, which is a pseudonym, claims to be both an extraterrestrial contactee and an operative for the global resistance movement, which dates back to 1975. So we know this guy's mega deceived. He's an extraterrestrial contactee, meaning that he's not saved. He's, he's um, I mean, I'm not saying there's not people that aren't saved that haven't been contacted, let's say. But when you see that, he's basically bringing forth a message from them, okay? When you see that type of... of, of um, <clears throat> title that somebody is 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 putting forth i'm an extraterrestrial contactee and i'm in an operative for global resistance movement which takes and like this this type of global global resistance freedom fighter he's not doing it from a biblical perspective though at all okay 
Uh, while there's controversy over Kober's identity and activities, he has released much information that is very accurate in terms of his own independent research into secret space programs and visitation by extraterrestrial life. His information, therefore, deserves careful consideration. Uh, in a March 21st interview, Cobra spoke about stasis giants and provides an additional source of information about their activities. In the interview, he responded to a series of questions concerning these stasis giants. Okay, and so here's an excerpt from the interview. It says, Richard, um, uh, he's interviewing him. He says, there are many reports of dominant giants, dormant, I'm sorry, dormant giants being discovered and awakening in caverns around the world. There are many of these reports now coming forth. Okay, are these claims accurate? Now, here's one other person saying this. Okay, how are the preachers going to respond to this stuff when it becomes mainstream news unless they're educated on what we're talking about here today? They're not going to have a clue, you know. Cobra responds, Are these claims accurate about these stasis giants? awakening in the caverns around the world he says yes some of those claims are accurate these giants are put into stasis in special chambers which are triggered by a certain vibrational frequency those chambers get triggered and then these beings that are then taken and then awakened from hibernation and in many such cases this has been taking place lately around the world militaries of most countries or shall we say of the major countries have been suppressing this from the mass population and whenever this happens, the military went there and just suppressed the whole thing. And yes, it was happening quite a lot lately. So again, he's also confirming the military getting involved with this. Okay, which we've seen that theme um, quite a bit in just what we've been talking about. So then the inter man interviewing him, Richard, says, that's amazing. Are they positive? Are, are they a positive nature, these giants? And I mean, do the giants have a positive nature? Okay. Cobra. Now, here's where we know that this guy is going off the rails biblically totally. Cobra. Most of them, yes. But some of them, no. Oh, so, so most of them are positive in nature. Now, see, this is where you have to be able to discern and glean, okay, and to separate the garbage, the wheat from the chaff. Okay, because there is wheat in here. There is good food in here, but you have to be able to separate it from the chaff. You know, not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us. He goes on to say, um, Cobra's information about the motivation. Now, this is, Cobra makes this statement, most of them are positive. Okay, but some of them know. And then it goes on to say about him, Cobra's information about the motivation of the giants is very significant. Since clearly such beings are physically very powerful. And also hold much information about past civilizations oh so we have some that are just overtly negative but the ones that are positive want to help us in our next leg our next step in the evolutionary process to us becoming as gods in other words they're gonna kind of straighten us out about what happened in the past because we got everything messed up with the bible with jesus with everything that's what he's talking about. So sure, there's going to be some of these giants that are going to appear positive. Okay? Their agenda is still pure evil, but they're the deceiving, positive, nice guy, fake nice guy giants. Okay? Oh yeah, we're, we're your buddies, and we're going to give you a whole bunch of technology, and we're going to give you all this neato information about the past, and about your religions, especially Christianity. You mark it down. Those are going to be the positive ones 
you know. They're going to have a smile on their face and just fun guys. They're going to still stink like you can't believe. But hey, hey, come on now. We mustn't judge. We mustn't judge. Now, I have a comment here, which is kind of supporting what I just said. My comment about they hold much information about the past, civilizations. My comment, oh, I bet, like how Jesus Christ is not the Son of God and how his death, burial, and resurrection never happened. And as a result, Christians are totally deceived and all religions are equal, but are all moving in the same positive direction. And that we are all gods and just need to prepare to fill our role as God's small g, by transitioning from the old world order into the new world order? Yeah, that's the kind of information they're going to give us. You mark it down. And that's based on tons of teachings I've done on this subject. I went over that before over and over and over again. The aliens, these people that get abducted, one of the main themes of these abductees that get that uh, get shown like, here's the past, here's what really happened. Jesus was never crucified, he was one of us. You know, he, he never he never paid your, your sin debt on the cross through his death, burial, and resurrection. No. I mean, it's just lie after lie after lie. And they're literally going to have holographic footage of this when they come back to deceive you because they realize Satan knows that Christianity is the only real threat, you know, that, that, that exists on planet Earth. And by Christianity, I mean everything that it encompasses. The, the, the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God, the angels, the Christians on the planet prayer spiritual warfare and he knows if he can destroy our faith by getting you conned into believing the biblical account of jesus christ never happened well then it's over because then you have no more faith and without faith it is impossible to please god and it's impossible to fight the devil it says above all taking up the shield of faith wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one okay you can't fight satan without the shield of faith you can't I mean, if there's no faith, then even when you quote the scripture, there's no faith behind it. So it really means nothing. I mean, it, yeah, the Bible says my, ter- my word will not return void, but it needs to have faith behind it to have power. That's what this is all about. This Everything that I'm covering today is all about destroying your faith as a Christian. And this is the biggest deception that's coming, and that's why I've devoted so much time to it. Because I see it coming, it becomes more clear almost by the day to me. And I'm here to increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I'm telling you, this is the agenda. So then they go back. I'm going to go back to the report. It says, in conclusion, there is a broad agreement between Corey Good, Steve Quayle, and Cobra that the awakened giants are actively sought after by the elite global groups, which I would agree with that. Okay, this is what I mean about gleaning, okay, by the elite global groups and special military forces all over the world. When captured, they are taken to secret detention facilities, which would confirm a fourth witness, which was the colonel I went and visited in the mountains of North Carolina who told me this exact thing, okay? The information awakened, you know what he told me? When he saw one of the giants. Now, I'm talking, he didn't, like, go in the thing with it he just looked at it. He said he, he basically said he wet his pants. Now, this is a guy that was in high-level dark secret ops. I don't know how many sniper kills the guy had. We're talking heavy, heavy-duty warfare, stuff I've never seen before. He's seen reptilians before. 
He said, the instant reaction that I got was I just wet my pants instantly when I saw a giant or when I saw a reptilian. That's, that was my reaction because they had reptilians. He's seen them. They're working with them in underground bases, things like this. Just research Dulcie, the Dulcie underground base. That's half, half human, half reptilian, half whatever, working together on different levels. Okay? I mean, <laughs> you research this stuff, it starts to just to become common knowledge. I've done studies on just key and underground in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Now, I don't mean that's going to be your reaction if you see one of these things. Okay? I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. I don't really care if it's a 20-foot giant. I don't really care if it's 100 reptilians or whatever they throw at me. You know what the bottom line is? My God's bigger than all that. He created the universe. I have the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and it's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. That's where my faith is. They don't have that weapon. They don't have that. All they have is fear. If they can instill fear in you and, and, and just get you in that mindset of, I'm so big and bad, fear me, you're going to have really rough time fighting these things. I guarantee it. Fear is their chief weapon. They feed off your fear and it takes away your weapons of warfare. You're not going to be a good soldier for Christ and be quoting scripture and having faith that he can protect you and using the, the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and the helmet of salvation and all of the other implements of the, of the full armor of God if you're cowering there in fear. It's not going to happen. Now, I'm not saying everybody's called to that. I'm not saying that, okay? So I'm not, I don't want to like sit here and act like I'm judging everybody, but I'm just saying that if you are called to that, you need to get into the mindset that my God's the God of the universe. Father God, Jesus Christ, I don't really care what you throw at me. I don't care if it's a hundred mile mothership overhead. That to me, that is irrelevant. Bring it on because God's bigger. And you know what? He used Gideon, he used a small army, and he gets more glory when there's the fewer the people going after wickedness and getting the victory for God, he gets more glory. That's the whole point of this thing, is God getting glory, not the human or whatever vessel he's using in a particular situation. So, I, I want to get as many people into that mindset as I can possibly get into the mindset, because I see this stuff coming. I really do. And I'm looking forward to it, and I, I know not everybody's looking forward to it, but I'm like really, really sick of seeing Satan constantly instill fear in people and act like I'm the big bad guy on the block, and I'm the boogeyman, and I'm going to beat everybody, and I'm going to kill all the Christians, and we're going to deceive everybody, and, and Christians have no power, and Jesus wasn't who he said he was, and all of these other lies that are constantly perpetuated in humanity. We need to get out of that mindset into a godly, biblical mindset of God. My God, the God I worship, the God I serve, is the God of the universe. Nobody's bigger than him. He could snuff these devils out with one thought of his head. Top that, Mr. 100-foot giant or whatever you are. And we may see that. But if a Christian is totally clueless about this subject and thinks that nothing's ever going to happen and, and then all of a sudden has to confront these realities... Man, they're probably going to be in pretty rough shape. It's probably going to be a long day for them at the office if that happens, you know. 
So um, now we'll see. We'll see what happens when 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 this happens to me. We'll see if I'm I'm gonna walk the walk and if I'm just gonna talk the talk, or, or am I gonna or am I gonna do what I said I'm gonna do? <laughs> Man, I want this so bad it makes me want to cry almost. I, I constantly have a camera on me now. I'm I'm always asking God to just God let let, let 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 like ten black eyed children show up at my front. Just let me get it on film. Let the reptile show. I don't even care. I'm not going to invite him in my house. Man, do you know how many people are going to get saved if that starts happening? Do you have any idea how many people would get saved? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the end. In the end. What is the end game for me with all of this? People getting saved. All men shall see and fear and declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing, and the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and trusted in him, and all the upright in heart will glory. Psalm 64. Okay, and God getting glory. That's my end game. As God is my witness, that is my end game. That's my motivation. It's not fame, it's not money. I don't care if, if I, I don't even want to be on film. But I'd like to get this on film. And I just think those days are coming. I just feel it. I feel it. I can't wait. Mm. <sighs> anyway, um, the information awakened stasis giants have about ancient civilizations, advanced technology, and, and extraterrestrial life deserves to be publicly released as soon as possible. So, okay, again, this is a secular article. So this information that these giants have, what they're saying, about ancient human civilizations, advanced technologies, and extraterrestrial life deserves to be publicly released very soon. I think it's going to be. And let me tell you something. It doesn't line up with what the Bible says. I've already gotten into glimpses of this stuff. I've been watching those Corey Good interviews. <laughs> I'm telling you, the deception that's coming is unlike anything you have ever seen. And it's going to be multifaceted, and it's just not going to be a mile-long mothership going over New York City. It's going to be way more than that. We're going to be talking about a lot of that in this teaching, even to come, stuff I've never even got into before. And um, then it says, and this should not be withheld to further the interests of the global elites who may be seeking ways to manipulate these giant captives. So again, here we have good cop, bad cop. We got the good, good giants... And the good aliens who are against the evil cabal who are working with the reptilians or whatever. And so we got this good cop, bad cop. You know what? They're all evil. Every one of them. They're all evil. They're all on the same team. They may have different agendas. They may have different self-serving agendas. But in the end, they all end up serving Satan. They may have their own self-interest at, at, in mind. And they may be warring factions of these particular entities. I don't know. But in the end of the day, it's all about getting you into hell and stealing your faith if you're a Christian. Now, there's a comment regarding this report, and it says that um, at the end of this secular report I just read you, it says, about 10 years ago when pictures of the unearthed giants were first circulated on the Internet, immediately there were many who discounted it all as a hoax. That alone seemed to be confirmation that these giants existed and do exist. And the well-known fact is that for years, the Smithsonian has been destroying large bones 
of these giants is another confirmation. It's criminal that the Smithsonian of all of all institutions would do this and then only emphasize the Cabal's control and how important this discovery is to them. The movie Prometheus clearly lays out the narrative that the Cabal would have us believe about the giants in stasis and of humanity's origin and demise. Yeah, it's true. But again, the the origin of 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 us according to Prometheus was some rotten alien dna corpse that fell into a river and then the dna particles re reamalgamated into into what we evolved into today <laughs> i mean it's the most asinine thing you've ever heard or seen so but that's what they want you to believe they want you to believe that you know this is all just some random thing or at, or at best some wicked evil alien race made you a whole long time ago now they're coming back to police their little science experiment that's what that's what they want you to believe all right, let's continue further. Um, this is entitled, this report, Discover Magazine, upcoming issue dedicated to the great scenario where in the near future Earth is invaded by aliens and questions surrounding God and religion become the top issue dividing the Earth's faith. All of these reports have the same theme and it's, it's all about destroying your faith in the word of God and in Jesus Christ. Discover Magazine has a whole issue dedicated to this scenario coming up. So they're hitting you everywhere, everywhere you turn. Print, newspaper, TV, movies, everywhere, radio, to a certain extent. Comment, my comment, notice the all not so subtle conditioning going on here. This report was from the Mormon-dominated Salt Lake Tribune. So this is Mormon-dominated, okay? And this is the not so subtle conditioning that even the good old Mormons are doing. In the upcoming issue of the mainstream Discover magazine, science explore, uh, scientists explore the possibility of Earth being contacted by technologically superior extraterrestrials who don't necessarily arrive with good intentions. We would be in a lot of trouble. Frankly, we would, not, we would be in a lot of trouble if they showed up with relatively benign motives, according to the Salt Lake Tribune. How would their appearance affect the various religious faiths of the earth? Oh, I don't know. With the Mormons and their cult-like cult -like faith, you know. Joseph Smith, Angel of Moroni appears to him, shows him, you know, he has these golden plates that he writes down the Book of Mormon or whatever on, and they start their faith, and oh yeah, okay. Yeah, not too much of a cult there. Totally against the word of God. I mean... <sighs> What, what a bunch of sanctimonious devils. I'm sorry, but they're so sanctimonious. Hypocrites. Twice the child of hell. See these Mormons riding around on their bikes with their little suits. All they're doing is trying to get people to get to hell. That's all they're doing. That's the whole mission goal. They don't believe the word of God. Well, yes, they do. They've, they've got the Bible that they use. Yeah, they also got the Book of Mormon, which overrides whenever... It contradicts the Bible and the Pearl of Great Price. Those are their three main books they go by. But you know what? The Bible's always in last place and will always take a back seat whenever it contradicts what their other two unholy books say. It's a cult. Just like the Seventh-day Adventists, Ellen G. White, that witch that started that cult, just like the Jehovah Witnesses, it's a cult. It's all it is. It's this cult with some pseudo-Christian veneer. I've done teachings on Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons. Not one of seven-day Adventists yet, but I do have a big document on it. Anyway, um, this, this report from the Salt Lake Tribune goes on to say, Give it a think. 
which is a word, which is an expression I need to use a whole lot more of. Give it a think. Suppose Earth in its entirety were regarded the same way Europeans once regarded the New World. A place to be settled with no real thought given how this affects the existing inhabitants. That's how various religions have spread their faith and customs all over the world. Why couldn't the same thing happen to human beings in general? We could all be forced to convert to a faith that requires we not only intermarry with these invading astrobugs, the aliens, but also eat our firstborn on the day of consumption. Oh, that's interesting news report you got here, Salt Lake Mormon Tribune. That's it's an interesting way of putting things, you know. Okay. Anyway, it goes on to say, for most people, the idea of space creatures coming to Earth and commingling with humanity is impossible. God would never allow this to happen. If God has other intelligence creations out there, aren't they going to look like they aren't going to look like roaches and lizards and squids? Says who? In the two thousand years Christians have been waiting for a second coming, a lot has happened that no one previously thought possible. Nobody in the sixth century thought human beings would ever get off this rock, much less send a message beyond our solar system. Uh, we're God's only form of intelligent life. Most religions base this xenophobic view of extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial life on the promised reappearance of God long before the world ever gets mixed up with something so bizarre. If the new arrivals don't immediately kill and eat us in the name of, of their God, another big question for me is what sort of accommodations would we have to incorporate them into our religious beliefs? Do you believe the Salt Lake Tribune is writing a stinking report like this? This is total insanity. And it really is based on, you know, solid faith in God, you can tell. I mean, this is just bizarre. My own church, which I'm sure is Mormon, would have some serious recorrelation to do. How would Mormons explain eternal families to a race of super spiders? <laughs> this is great. I need to shake this guy's hand, whoever the author is. I, I just got to. Anyway, is it just Mormons? It, it isn't just Mormons. Could a mollusk convert to Judaism? What about Muslims and our new overlords from the distant galaxy of Hogmorphia 18? Hmm... Catholics would certainly be alarmed to discover that Earth's dominant religion now skips the transubstantiation altogether and goes straight to eating people for mass. See, transubstantiation is where they believe that they can change the Catholic communion host and the wine into the literal, the literal, not figurative, literal body and blood of Jesus Christ. That's what they believe the Catholic priests have the power to do. Okay, so that's why they use the, they skip the transubstantiation altogether and go straight to eating people for mass. Hmm, I wonder if there's any telegraphing going on here. Anyway, let's not forget atheists who might feel a little smug right now. Imagine they're surprised when they hear, listen up, dummy, not only are there gods, they're us, meaning the aliens. Now get on your knees, end of quote. Can you believe the way this report is written? This is insane. I'm, I'm, I'm almost like speechless. I'm not saying any of this will happen. I'm saying it might though. Most of us already believe in things even more incredible. There's a lot of weirdness out there. Sounds like this guy's really grounded and rooted in his faith to me. The Mormonism faith. He really, you know, pillar of, the, pillar of faith over here. Uh, then he says, we can't have all faith we can have all the faith we want, but we won't know for sure until something, until 
after something does or doesn't happen. My advice is to watch the sky and be flexible. Wow. Now that is some right down the line biblical advice. Watch the sky and be flexible. I Meaning be ready to abandon your faith at any second. Because when these big bad boys come a calling and the mollusks and the super spiders and the whatever come out of the sky and want to eat you, you better be flexible because they're going to have some demands. And those are demands that are going to demand that you kind of <laughs> get on a new game plan. Or you might be what's for dinner. So you might want to be flexible there too because you might be the next main course. Okay? Now, my comment is what wonderfully biblical advice he's giving us. This wonderfully biblically correct Mormon. My advice is never give up on Jesus Christ and never deny him no matter what deception is set before you but many will be deceived. Matthew 24, 24, regarding the end times, right out of the mouth of Jesus Christ, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. First Chronicles 12, 32, and the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. See, they had to have understanding of the times to do what? To know what Israel ought to do. Isn't that what we're talking about today? We're talking about a deception that is brewing and has been brewing and is being put in our face constantly. You think we might want to understand and get through and weed through that deception and know what that deception's all about at its core? Why? Because to know what we ought to do in the future when that deception is in full motion. First Thessalonians 5, 6, let us, not, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Luke 21, 8, and he, meaning Jesus, said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near, go ye not therefore after them. They're going to come saying they're Christ. Just like the, the good Mormon just counseled us uh, before in the in report, saying, you know, to the atheist, you don't believe in gods, we're your gods. And we're right in front of you. Jesus said, go not after them. And then 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. A lot of people are blinded. And it's probably only going to get worse according to what the Bible says. 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. That's all we're talking about today, his devices. John 8.31-32, then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Usually what you'll hear from some secular dude or woman, oh, the truth will make you free. No, that's not what the Bible says. There's a lot of truth out there. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to make you free. Jesus put conditions on that. If you continue in my word, what if you're reading a perverted word of God? 
Well, you're le- reading a corrupted word of God. I'm not saying you couldn't get saved out of an NIV. I did. But I'm just saying that when I got a hold of the King James was when my eyes got opened to a lot of deception that I was under in the charismatic church. That was the turning point. When I started reading the King James, when I accepted that, that was the turning point. If you continue in my word, then are you my, my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. So people that are continuing in his word are the ones that are going to know the true truth. And the truth shall make you free. Hopefully that's exactly what we're doing today. We're trying to give you that truth. But it's predicated upon you being a born again Christian and continuing in his word. Okay. First Timothy 4, 1 and 2. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. This is the time we're living in. Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies and hypocrisy and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Regarding the end times, the word of God states, and, and again, this is a reiteration, but it's, it's a good reiteration. It states in 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, iniquity being like sin. The mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Some people have described this as the restraining force of the Holy Spirit that is restraining the Antichrist and the false prophet from coming. But when he's taken out of the way, and then shall that wicked, capital W, this is the Antichrist, shall be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. The sword of the spirit which is in his mouth. Armageddon. Okay? And shall destroy the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. A lot of that coming, folks. A lot of that coming. So it's the very way he's going to deceive the whole world through his power, his signs and lying wonders, the false prophet and antichrist. Remember, Jesus Christ said, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. Signs are not something we're supposed to seek after. Catholics, that's all they, oh, this sign, and that painting has nasty rancid oil oozing from it. Oh, yeah, I want some of that oil. Oh, okay, yeah, that's great. Oh, good, good. Some other relics doing some other gross bodily function. Oh, wonderful. It's a miracle of God. Yeah, right, like God works that way. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to constantly seek after. A wicked and adulterous generation seek it after a sign. So that's not something we're supposed to chase either. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. This is the time we're in and moving into, that they should believe a lie. And this strong delusion, the backbone of it, is probably most likely what we're talking about today. I think when, it, when the rubber meets the road, at the end of this whole thing, it's going to be a big part of it, at bare minimum. God shall send a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned or believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Oh, they're really good aliens, and there's some good... Yeah, I know there's warring factions, and I know it doesn't fit with the biblical narrative, and I know they're saying Jesus is just one of them. He's just one of the ascended master guys, one of the lower ones. They're believing a lie. They're going to be damned because they received not the love of the truth that they had in the King James Bible that they had access to on this planet. 
no, no, it's this other stuff. It's all the lying signs and wonders and stuff. And, and all the aliens. And, and look at all the stuff. They Look at the technology. Look at the five-mile mothership over, over New York City. That's more truth than the Bible. No, it's not. God created the universe. It, it, look at the sun out in the sky. Did he do that? No, he didn't do that. Look at all the stars. No, no, he didn't do that either. No, the seasons and the earth and our bodies and the intricacies of everything and how we have enough oxygen to breathe and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, well, he didn't do any of that, but it's a really good show, though, they're putting on. I'm going to believe that instead. Okay, fine. Fine. Your destiny's hell, though. I'm sorry. I tried. I did my best. Okay, so that's all I have. I'm, I'm out of time on this part, so we will go to um, part four next. God bless you.